Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're busy doing your bills over there? Yeah, you got started before I was ready here. Well, you know, time's a-wasting. Okay. All right. I'm ready now. All right. Let's get it going. Okay. Um, we're going to start with things from the Disney Parks blog that looks like they're talking about the rhinos again. That's right. Our good friends, the white rhinos. Uh, as we mentioned last week, the 12th white rhino was born in captivity. And uh, this article talks about how Disney's uh, Animal Kingdom staff is part of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums Species Survival Plan. So this helps future generations of white rhinos be born. And uh, they're doing research to keep the animals uh, going. There are currently 74 facilities uh, in that house white rhinos. And Disney is just one of them that's helping propagate the species. Wonderful. Yeah, good for them. Kudos. Um. There, we have a, a sneak peek from the Disney Parks blog of the Vault Collection-inspired shopping experiences that are coming soon to Disney Springs and the Magic Kingdom Park. This is for the 50th anniversary celebration. That's right. The 50th anniversary celebration starts in just 10 days. And uh, they do have a look at some of the Vault Collection. The Vault Collection is based on products that have been around over the past 50 years. So it's, um, you know, remakes of some of these products. And uh, these displays are set up around... Well, they're not set up at all yet. This is oh. uh, the Disney Parks blog is just showing us some of the artwork of what the displays are going to look like. Um, and they're going to be placed in the Magic Kingdom. Um, does it say which shop? I'm not sure if it Probably says which the Empor- shop. Oh, the Emporium. Yep. And then... Um, Main Street Cinema. And then in Disney Springs um, at the... What's the name of the place that they put that? It says. Oh, I don't know. I can't The one where it. they have that like marketplace with all the different. Oh, the co-op. Yeah. I think that's where it's supposed to gotcha. be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, now we're getting concept art on <laughs> merchandise displays. Right. Thank you, Disney. Yes. All right. All right. More from the Disney Parks blog. Um, this is about um, some, I guess you'd call them classes that you can take. Um, it's. 50 Years of Magical Learnings from the Walt Disney World Resort. That's right. The Disney Institute, which used to be where Saratoga Springs Resort currently is, resort and spa. Uh, Disney Springs used to be a bunch of condos, and you could go over there and stay over there and take classes and learn how to do television production or cooking or management, Hmm. uh, leadership. And uh, they got rid of that, of course, to put Saratoga Springs over there and make a vacation club property out of it. But the Disney Institute does live on. Uh, they are now an online entity that has classes, and they, they usually focus on leadership, mm-hmm. since Disney is known for their leadership and management style. Um, but they do have a special class set up for the 50th anniversary of uh, Walt Disney World, and it's called 50 Years of Magical Learnings from Walt Disney World Resort. And this is an on-demand course. Um, that provides a unique perspective on the historic transformation uh, of what used to be Swampland into the world's most magical vacation destination. So uh, you'll get to learn about 50 years of magic through the Disney company. And this course is what, 359? So it's not this course. We went to go look at it. Um, and it's actually a one-year subscription to their um, online learning, which includes um, right now, I think there's 
Um, the, the course access would begin on October 1st. It includes currently 20 individual lessons, which range from five to 45 minutes a piece. Um, you can start and stop at, as you, um, as you want to. And then they're going to be adding more lessons over the coming months. And then eventually you'll have 50 engaging stories and best practices to explore during your one year of on-demand access. That one year of on-demand access will cost you $399. Um, they have some special pricing for alumni, students and teachers, nonprofit organizations, and military and government, and that's $359 for the year. All right. So unfortunately, you can't just take the one uh, course that sounds great. Um, you got to sign up for the whole thing. But I, you know, I, I think that if you're in uh, a field that requires um, this type of learning, then it maybe you could write it off. Yeah, it's a write-off. Yeah, exactly. It's a write-off. That's what the post office does, don't they? <laughs> um, uh, the last story on the Disney Parks blog is about the California Grill, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary, um, right along with uh, Disney World Resort celebrating their 50th anniversary. And they're doing that with a special limited-time menu. That's right. The California Grill has only been around since 1995. And uh, prior to that, it's been a few uh, different incarnations so they're bringing back some uh, limited-time classic menu offerings. Um, they are bringing a California Grill Sushi Classic Trio back, uh, the Duck L'Orange Pizza. Mm. <laughs> That's a Long Island duckling with orange sauce. Um, and that was back when it was the top of the world restaurant. They're bringing back an oak-fired filet of beef with black truffle brown butter chateau potatoes, golden raisins vinaigrette, cauliflower, and black garlic butter, uh, and then they're also bringing back the Grand Marnier Souffle. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a classic menu brought back to celebrate 50 years of dining atop the Contemporary Resort. The best part of this story is when they tell you what used to be in the spaces where the California uh, Grill was. Uh, in 1971, the Top of the World restaurant opened on the 15th floor, um, offering two dinner and dancing shows nightly featuring top name entertainment. And then in 1981, it changed to Broadway at the Top. It was a dinner show that was introduced with popular catchy show tunes sung by talented performers. And then in 1995, it became the California Grill. Hmm. I had no idea that they had performers up there. Who knew? I knew. Show tunes. Right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, and then over in Disneyland, we're going to move to, and they have taken the scrim down from around a future dining location in New Orleans Square. That's right. We mentioned previously that they're going to be putting a new quick service location in New Orleans Square. Um, and that uh, will be replacing the clothing store Le Bat and Rouge. Um, and it is rumored that it is going to be a Princess and the Frog theme restaurant. Um, as we mentioned, the construction scrim has been removed and the facade has been painted shades of green with gold trim. Uh, there is not a new sign in the doorway yet, but it does say that something new is cooking and gumbo is the spice of life. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, staying in California Adventure, the final Fast Pass machine has been removed. Actually, that would be moving to the. Oh, we were just in California Disneyland. Adventure. Sorry. That's right. Um, the final Fast Pass machines have been removed from the Disneyland Resort uh, because we all know that everybody's getting a lightning lane. The last pass, uh, the last Fast Pass line was at Goofy's Sky School. 
Um, and that uh, that is gone. So goodbye, Fast Pass. Hello, Lightning Lane. Oh, it's so sad. You know what else is sad? Ugh. In Disney's California Adventure, they have this fabulous show, The World of Color. And to make this beautiful show, they have all these fountains that exist in the lake. Um, and that you can see them sort of sticking out of the water a little bit sometimes, but, uh, if they're doing some sort of refurbishment or who knows what other reason, they will, um, lower the level of the lake a little bit so that the fountains are exposed. Um, that's what they have done. They are going to be doing some refurbishment, um, on those fountains. It is the most hideous thing to look at. It's absolutely awful. It is. It's it's very uh, industrial, very oh. utilitarian. And it's like rusty. <laughs> it is. We we had the opportunity to see this when we were in Disneyland in April of 2019. Such an eyesore. Um, and, you know, when you're looking at water level, all of these pipes and fountains and whatnot are covered. But like Cheryl said, occasionally they do drain the area in order to perform maintenance. or And you can see it from up above. Um, and it is not pretty. No. Uh, but that area is all dry right now because they are doing some maintenance and some work on it. World of Color is not currently running. Um, there is no return date. And uh, for whatever reason, they've they've chosen now to do some maintenance uh, on the system. Well, I mean, I guess if it's not running, now's the time to do maintenance. That's but, true. Um, but it is how, an eyesore. How awful to have to look at that and not even get to see the show. Right. Yeah. Not great. All right, the um, Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket is now available in California Adventure. Yeah, I just wanted to let people know it's out there. Oogie Boogie's Popcorn Bucket is available for $11, and refills, uh, they don't give a price. So this is not, um, I feel like last year or two years ago, I guess, they had the Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket that was like shaped like Oogie Boogie. It was one of the specialty mm-hmm. popcorn buckets. That's not what this is. This is just like a classic round popcorn bucket with um, the... The images on the side include Oogie Boogie. It's got Oogie Boogie and then some of the Disney California attractions in the background. Yeah. So let's head on over to Walt Disney World. All right. Um, The Fab 50 statues, as we know, have started to be placed. Um, They had put some in the Magic Kingdom and now they've uh, rearranged them a bit. What? Don't say it isn't so. Uh, The Mickey and Minnie statues have been switched with the Goofy and Pluto statues. Do you think Minnie and Mickey were like irritated that they didn't get as good a spot as it, Pluto? It could be. It could be. But uh, rumor is, well, not rumor, it's truth. Uh, the statues were moved so that Minnie and Mickey could have Cinderella Castle behind them to create a new photo opportunity. I mean, why didn't somebody think of that right from the start, though? Right, you would think. Where's Zach Ridley? You know, if Zach Ridley wasn't so he busy wasn't. at the creation shop. <laughs> he just hangs out in Epcot. Um, but they did also move the dedication plaque with Minnie and Mickey because, as we mentioned uh, previously, the Minnie and Mickey were dedicated to current, past, and future cast members. Right. All right. Um, Mickey's PhilharMagic is closing for uh, one month for refurbishment. That's right. It's going to close on October 11th and reopen on November 12th. And why is it closing? Um, it looks like they are going to be adding um, a Coco scene. That's right. The new Coco scene is already uh, playing in both California and Paris. So they will be adding this. Uh, and they're also going to go to a new digital projection system. So that, uh, you know, the, it'll it'll be clearer and uh, brighter and better. Might be time to visit it again. More, we more haven't, gooder. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done that show in probably five years we have not yeah. i think i've done it by yourself that's yeah. what you do when you go by yourself sometimes yeah i have a hot dog and then i go see mickey's full magic 
I've been waiting a while for the Main Street Confectionery to reopen. Um, it is it is happening um, on September 29th. It will be back. That's right. It was originally scheduled to reopen on October 2nd, which was kind of ridiculous because everybody would be there October 1st for the 50th right. anniversary. <laughs> uh, and like Cheryl said, they have now pushed that reopening date uh, back to September 29th. It has been closed since March, both the Confectionery and the Chapeau. Um, and uh, the construction walls have come down and the doors have been widened. Uh, the Main Street Confectionery will have hours from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. beginning Wednesday, September 29th. Okay. Um, we There is a lot of uh, new 50th anniversary celebration uh, merchandise at Walt Disney World, and we've uh, got a list of what's out. That's right. There is the Blue Celebration Collection, uh, which is a bunch of... Uh, the new royal blue right. color is is the big theme. Uh, but 50th anniversary, you know, it's the usual jackets, shirts, T-shirts, lounge fly bags, um, ears, celebration soap dispensers for $14.99, it which makes them, are going to go like hotcakes. I know. It makes the, the it, it, soap It does make a Mickey, Mickey head. Uh, they've got new Mickey celebration plushes for $29.99. When did you ever think of plush? Would be twenty nine ninety nine. Well, I mean, there were always plushes that were twenty nine ninety nine. They were just a lot bigger than these. I'm just amazed that t shirts have gone up to thirty four ninety nine. I know. In it's some crazy. cases, uh, celebration water bottles, uh, celebration mugs. You know, it's it's the new uh, paradigm. You know, get a theme and then slap it on everything. They have the new celebration lounge fly mini backpack. That's which I feel like, isn't that like $5 less expensive than the others? I thought they were like Yes, I thought they had just gone up to, to $80 to $85. Yeah. So that is a Snatch a those up while you can. Uh, you know, it, they're nice products. It's the characters in their iridescent 50th anniversary costumes. Mm-hmm. There's a 50 logo with the castle. Um, it's, it's nice. It's, it's out. New, it's my new favorite. It's available. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Do that. you like it even better than the 50th anniversary castle collection? Um, do they have a lounge fly for that? I'm sure they do. They've got a light-up mini ear headband for $34.99. Uh, so this is the new Castle Collection, um, which obviously focuses on uh, Cinderella Castle and uh, the 50th logo. So there's a lot of gold. Um, there are ears. Let's see if there's a lounge fly backpack. The fitted T-shirt will cost you $36.99. A long-sleeve T-shirt's $44. They've got PJ sets. They've got jackets, and I'm not seeing a lounge fly bag yet. So. They've got canvas bags. I don't think there's one. Uh, we'll have to look that up off off air because I can't uh, I can't be scrolling here. <laughs> scrolling have, does not make for a good podcast. They have magic bands for the 50th anniversary. I'm sure those are going to be hot. They do, and I've already seen people buying them. Mm-hmm. So you know, we've got now three merchandise lines for this. We have the vault, the castle. And celebration. So there's more merchandise than you can shake a credit card at. <laughs> Speaking of shaking your credit card, yes. uh, Space 220 um, in Epcot opened yesterday. That's right. It opened yesterday to some five-hour waits and uh, people being in line for a long time. Right, because there were no reservations. So they didn't open up reservations ahead of time for this. It was just a standby line. I, I don't know exactly how it worked, but there were a whole lot of people. So I, I guess you just stood in a line, and when they had a table open, they took the next people in the line, I, That's I right. guess. That's right. Beginning today, uh, which is Tuesday, they did start utilizing a virtual queue for Space 220. Um, advanced reservations will uh, be accepted beginning September 27th. 
So uh, if you're interested, uh, you can do, you can, you know, get it online. Yeah, they opened up mm, today, maybe, uh, Space 220 yes. um, reservations, yes. and they were gone within the first minute. Yeah. yeah. Which but, surprises, well, it doesn't really surprise me. People are excited in the beginning, but. Um, you know, at, at $55 for lunch and $79 for dinner, it's, it's going to be a while before we eat there. Well, I mean, if they don't change the pricing, it's going to be forever before we eat there. That's, that's <laughs> I, true. I mean, maybe the two of us, but definitely not with the family. You know what I could do if we eat there? What? If we want to eat there? What? Maybe I could pick up another job. Maybe. And if I wanted to pick up another job, Walt Disney World is auditioning storytellers for the 2021 International Festival of the Holidays. Um, you may have, uh, if you've been to Disney during the holidays before, the Christmas holidays, they usually have storytellers in each country mm-hmm. giving the uh, regional or or national customs uh, and their stories of Santa Claus or the winter solstice or whatever. Uh, so they are actively hiring actors of all abilities and gender identities uh, for the festival of the holidays. So it's a seasonal contract from November to December. And uh, if you're interested, uh, check it out. Okay. Yeah, they're right now posting for two storytellers, La Bafana from the Italy Pavilion and Barn Santa from the Norway Pavilion. I feel like you could be a Barn Santa. I could be a Barn Santa. Why not, right? I'd like to be a Shed Santa. (laughs) I don't know what a Shed Santa is, but we're going to have one this year. Sure, why not? Um, Another popcorn bucket has arrived, um, this time in Epcot. That's right. It is the 50th anniversary popcorn bucket. Um, it's just the round standard popcorn bucket, plastic, um, with the 50th logo, orange bird, uh, characters in their iridescent costumes. Cinderella Castle is featured prominently. Uh, the bucket is $12, uh, which is a dollar more than what they charge in California. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm probably going to have to pick one up because the, the regular 50th anniversary popcorn buckets, cardboard popcorn buckets are not enough for me. Uh, and even though we say in Epcot, I mean they they're um I think they're gonna be across all the four. Right. All yeah, the they've four they've just debuted in Epcot and someone happened to see them there. Okay. Um there's a scavenger hunt available now at certain um Disney World Resort hotels, and this is um something special for the fiftieth anniversary. That's right. It is a um a look back at 50 years of the parks and the resorts. Uh, it's designed to look like uh, an old book of ride tickets. So you have an A ticket, B ticket, C ticket, D ticket, and an E ticket. And uh, there's trivia questions um, related to a scavenger hunt. So depending upon which resort you'll get, you'll have different questions. Uh, the clues correspond to attractions that were opened um, and you can use the letter clues clues to fill out a phrase at the bottom of the sheet. Um, the scavenger hunt right now is available at the Polynesian Village Resort and the Contemporary Resort. So um, not sure if it will roll out to other resorts as well. I'm guessing yes, but we'll see. Hopefully. Um, even though some of the All-Stars have started to open, it looks like um, All-Star Sports is going to be uh, staying closed for a bit. Yeah, it will remain closed indefinitely. Okay. So that is never a good word to hear. Uh, If you do have reservations there right now, um, you will be moved to a different resort. Uh, All-Star Movies Resort reopened back in March and All-Star Music reopened last week. 
although they are only at a 30% capacity. So So you have to keep in mind, though, I mean, this isn't necessarily a bad thing because they were working on refurbishing the All-Stars, like all the rooms. Yes. So Pups, well, all the values. Pop Century got the... Um, the pull-down Murphy beds yes. and the whole remodeled thing a couple of years ago. Then they moved on to All-Star Movies. And I think they finished All-Star Movies. Um, and then they had moved to All-Star Music. And I don't think they got very far. So if you look at this and think, all right, well, they only have 30% capacity now at music. Um, maybe that's because they're only putting people in the refurbished areas and they're going to finish the refurbishment um, and only, you know, continue to put people in refurbished rooms. And then... Um, Going forward, also, you can try to do the whole um, all-star sports before mm-hmm. they actually start putting people in there. Uh, so if that's the case, I think that's fantastic. Uh, so let's try to be glass half full about that, right? There you go. All right. Uh, in entertainment news, um, Disney Plus is going to have a big day on November 12th because that has been noted as Disney Plus Day. Uh, the first of an annual tradition uh-huh. that is now Disney Plus Day. It will be Disney Plus's second anniversary okay. since they released. And we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming now. Um, the big news there is that Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is going to be released, uh, as well as The Jungle Cruise uh, is going to be released uh, for free that day, and they're not going to be on Premier Access. Right. There's also a lot more content being released on November 12th. Uh, We're going to get the sixth version of Home Alone, I believe it is, called Home Sweet Home Alone, which is a reimagining of the popular franchise. There's going to be a new series of shorts from Walt Disney Animation called Olaf Presents, in which Olaf will retell several classic Disney tales in a way that only he can. (laughs) Uh, We're going to get a new series of fan favorite shorts from Walt Disney Animation Studios, including Frozen Fever, Feast, and Paper Man. And a new Oscar-nominated Mickey Mouse short called Get a Horse. There's going to be an animated short film called Ciao Alberto from Pixar, uh, which will feature characters from this summer's film Luca. There's going to be a new short from The Simpsons that pays tribute to Disney's marquee brands. There's going to be the first of five new episodes of season two of The World According to Jeff Goldblum on the National (laughs) Geographic Channel. There's going to be a special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a look towards phase four in the future. Uh, We're also going to get a a special uh, celebrating the origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett, uh, who will have his own show coming up in 2022 on Disney+. And then international markets will get an original series starring Michael Keaton called Dope Sick, um, which will be, uh, like I said, released as part of the Star Entertainment, Star General Entertainment content. So that will not be available in the States. But uh, November 12th is going to be a very, very busy day. Um, And speaking of Disney+, Plus, while they were making this announcement, um, Bob Chapek announced this uh, during the Communicopia conference hosted by Goldman Sachs uh, today. And he also mentioned that they will be tweaking contracts with talent uh, to reset talent deals in light of the Scarlett Johansson uh, issues that they're having with her contract. And, uh, you know, his 
his uh, thinking is that there are deals conceived under a certain set of conditions that actually results in the movie being released in a completely different set of conditions. So we're going to reset what's going on right now and think about that as we do our future deals and plan for that and make sure that's incorporated. So uh, that does not make Scarlett Johansson's legal team happy. Uh, because they think that Disney was trying to cannibalize the box office in order to boost Disney Plus subscriptions. Um, and on a side note, he did announce that Disney Plus subscriptions did not meet the mark that they thought they would for this quarter, and that they're also delaying production on a number of shows because of the Delta variant of COVID. So Disney stock dropped 5% at the end of trading today, ah, or by, by the end of trading today. So I will not your be getting one, your one share is uh, not going to be as valuable. I was going to say I will not be getting my one percent uh, or my one cent stock dividend this year. <laughs> is that it? We have one more oh, story. We do. All yes. right. Um, oh, it has to do with um, some of the travel restrictions, especially for international travelers. Yes, uh, and that is that the Biden administration will be easing restrictions on travel into the U.S. beginning in November. Um, foreign travelers will need to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 before boarding their flight, as well as proof of a negative COVID test taken within three days of the flight. Um, testing rules for unvaccinated American citizens will also be tightened. Uh, they will need to be tested within a day before they return to their country, as well as after they arrive home. Fully vaccinated travelers will not be required to quarantine. Um, so they are basing... Uh, the, the new protocols on individuals rather than countries. So okay. certain countries have different protocols and, and you know, regulations around COVID. Right. Um, but it's going to be based on whether you have the uh, vaccine or not. Right. Uh, the CDC is going to require airlines to collect contact information from international travelers so that they can uh, trace, you know, do contact tracing. Yeah. And the CDC will also determine which vaccines will be accepted for international travelers. Okay. Because here in the States, it's just J&J, &J, Moderna, and Pfizer. There's others um, overseas. But other countries have uh, other versions of different uh, vaccinations right. that, have, that have been distributed. So that's good news. Yeah. Um, it's going to make Disney a lot busier. The Brazilians will be back. The Brazilians will be back, <laughs> as well as the, the British. So uh, any closing thoughts? No. All right, then until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.